0: quote, making a statement about a group of people. I think that the outrage that is being shown uh, about these ads from Balenciaga. Uh, I
1: thought was for me um, in radiology. So since I hadn't been to college, I had to do all of my basics and stuff. So I did a year of that. And then I got accepted into the uh, Coleman College.
0: All right. Hello, everybody. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, uh, It's Dr. Rick here along with my ace, Tiffany Okendo, and this is the Ascension 2023 podcast. Okay, what was that? Unfortunately, edit this. Okay. Let's do this. All right, everybody, it's Dr. Rick, uh, along with my ace Tiffany Okendo, and this is the Ascension 2023 podcast. Uh, if there is any technical difficulties that we aren't able to get, deal with, just bear with us. It happens every now and then. Um we're here, as always, to talk about real-life situations, real-life dynamics. Our goal uh, when we connected was to create an environment where we could inspire people, encourage people, empower people, really, truly touch on things that give people everything they need to be the best version of themselves. To have an impact in this world, I think, is the way that Tiffany always uh, says it she wants to be an impact. And that's the part of her that really uh, caught my attention is that she is already an impact. And so we are going to do everything we can to uh, be that this year uh, and more. Now, today we have a a very exciting, controversial, uh, polarizing uh, conversation to have, Uh, but again, Uh, I think it's something that we need to talk, and I think that it's a conversation we need to have. And I'm going to lay the context, and then I'm going to immediately put it in the hands of of Tiffany, being that she's a female, and the person who posted this video is a female. I want her perspective first. I don't want it to be the man is dominating, the man is doing this, he's just So I'm going to let her lead. And then I'm going to come in and I'm going to give my two cents, five cents, whatever it's worth today. But uh, I'm going to give that. But anyway, a young woman, uh, based on her attire, I'm going to say she is probably uh, uh, Arabic, uh, probably practices Islam, um, but definitely uh, somewhere from Middle Eastern culture. Um, and her name is Jude LePay, and she posted a video that is literally going viral and driving people absolutely nuts. Uh, and it's just based off of what I've heard. I haven't had a chance to see it. Tiffany shared it with me. And from what I'm gar- gathering from her assessment of how people are responding to it, they are misinterpreting it, they're misunderstanding it. And so, but basically, what she says is she loves her husband and that whatever her husband tells her to do she's going to do it she gives some examples which are extreme on on an end and i think she does that for effect and she is saying something specific and i'm gonna let tiff speak on that but in essence she's saying that but she clarifies it at the end by saying i chose this man to lead me i chose this man to be my king i chose this man to hold this position in my life and what she's actually look I'll, said so I wasn't go speak on it. So Tiff, you know me, I had yeah. it back in, uh, based on you told me about it. So obviously you've listened to it more, probably more than once knowing you. So from your perspective, what is going on here? What is she saying? And what's your take on it? And what's your position on it?
1: Okay. So, uh, for you, you guys who, who have not seen the video, like, uh, you know rick said um sh- this woman is speaking about her husband um in a very in a positive light for her because she loves her her husband she calls him you know her king um basically she's saying she would do anything for him um whatever he asked she's going to do with no questions asked um and like you know, we said before in this video, she kind of goes to the extreme. I don't think that her husband would ask her to do these things, but uh, and in retrospect, if he did, she wouldn't have any questions, she would do it. Which mainly she says, if he told me to sit down, she'd sit down. If he told her to jump, she'd jump. Um, and I think if those of you who have seen the video, I've seen it several times. Um, and I actually get what she's saying. Um, Younger Tiffany, no, I wouldn't have got what she's saying. (laughs) Me, being the woman I am right now, I get what she's saying. So I I think it comes with a lot of growth. Um, She's saying she chose this man. And I think a lot of people don't even see that she said that. A lot of women choose who we want to be with. we have a those of us who have uh, interest, men who, who are interested in us. There's several men that, are, that will be interested in us. We women have a choice on who we want to speak to or entertain or give the option to be with. So we have that choice. So she's saying she chose this man. She knew who he was and how he was before she even wanted to enter into a marriage with him. So she chose the life that she wanted to live with him. She knew from her standpoint that this man was going to take care of her, was gonna give her the best life that she that she saw herself living. So she has no questions and no no qualms about anything that he says or does. So I get it. If I were to meet a man it, it, right now that, that that treated me the way I want to be treated, um, who treats my children a a certain type of way, um, who proves that he can be a provider or protector. Um, everything a man is supposed to be for a woman without any questions. Those, those things don't even shouldn't even be a question. Actually, I I shouldn't even question that for a man's standpoint, a man should already know he provides and protects. Um, so if I meet that type of man, Yes, that is part what she's saying is, is, is in a way, submissiveness. Um, Me being a dominant person, I am like, I'm automatically my character is very dominant where I'm a very assertive person. Um, But being in the right, um, being in that right energy with a man that can basically say, hey, you can put that down. You don't have to be that way anymore. It'll bring out my soft side, so I can sit down and say, "You can take lead. You can take it." I'm so used to being the lead, and I think a lot—that's where a lot of the women are miss. I think that—that that, I think that's what it is. When when women are seeing this video, they're so up in arms and so upset about what she's saying. Oh, I'm not going to do that. What is she talking about? What is she talking about? I'm going to jump when my man says jump. No, what she's saying is, I cannot. I don't have to live in that masculinity anymore. I can be a woman. I can still be who I am, but let my man lead, let my man take the lead because I trust him. He's proven that he can be trusted to protect me and and, and and to love me and to give me the life that I want. So back, like I said, back then, younger Tiffany, no, I was like that too. I was, I was that, no, what are you talking about? I'm not gonna do what you say, it's what I say. But with growth, with time and um, maturity, I get, I understand now that I have not been in the, I have not been in the vicinity of a man that that has proven to be that way for me to even sit in, a, sit in my soft side and be like, you can take it. I have not met that man. So if I was to meet that man, of course I would be that woman. I want to be that woman. I want to meet that man so that I can be that woman to be like, look, you got it. And I'm here if you need the help, let me know. But I wanna be like, I met a man that can take care of me, who can love me, who can protect me, who can, who can provide everything that I need. So I can be like, yes, what do you need for me? I wouldn't mind even doing it. That that's what a lot of men are not understanding too. They're looking at this woman and saying, see, that's what that's what type of woman I need. That y'all don't know how to shut up and be quiet and just listen. But are you that man to to be a protector provider and to prove that? You, you, you know your woman's strength, you know, she's strong and you let her be that woman, but, but respect her. And they don't understand that it's a give and take on both sides, on both ends. So, I mean, I, I get it. I, I'm on, I, I love the video. Um, I get what she's saying. Uh, I, like I said, I think she throws in a lot of things that are, you know, over the top, but she's just trying to get her point across. Because I will be the same way. I wanna meet that man to where I can put it all down and say, look, whatever you need me to do, I'm gonna do. But that 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 shouldn't even be said because if I'm in if I'm in the presence of a man that's like that, I'm gonna automatically do it. I don't even have to say it. My actions will prove it. I will do what you need me to do. No what no questions asked.
0: Right. And I, I think you're on point. I think that you made a lot of valid points. And what I was able to pull away from it is we are viewing it, uh, the video, from where we are. And normally we engage everything w- where we are. And what we have to understand when we are in uh, viewing something, except, especially something that we may not hold um, in the same light or we might not agree with, is that we're viewing it from our own experiences, from our own perspective. And so if we're going to truly understand it, we've got to be able to pull ourselves back far enough to say, okay, from what context is this message coming from? What context is her truth? Her truth, when you examine it, is that this man has treated me so well, that this man has loved on me, that this man was my protector before he became my provider. He created an environment and encapsulated me with his love and his generosity and his foresight and his insight and his wisdom and his leadership to the point that there's no other place I would rather be. So then when he asks me to do something, the first thing that I, I that comes to mind is it has to be okay and safe because he would never ask me to do something that's harmful to me, that's detrimental for me, that's right. demeaning. So in the truth, while I'm saying I'll jump, he'll never ask me to. Right. While I'm saying if he tells me to go sit down I'll sit down. He'll never ask me to. What I'm saying is for every reason, if if he ever does do it the way he's loved on me, the way he's treated me, the way he's been with me, I will figure there's a reason for it. And I would do it and I would figure out what's going on later. I trust him. And ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Can I trust you to be my king? Can I trust you to be my leader? Can I trust? See, it's one thing to claim the title. And when I'm talking to black men, this is what I'm saying. It's one thing to declare a title, but here's the first thing that, and this is what I tell black men, this is the first thing that you got to understand. When you want to claim that title of king, here's the problem that most of us don't want to deal with. The buck stops with you. When you when you are claiming that you have a king, then there's this assumption that there's a kingdom. And in this kingdom, it's your dominion, meaning that you have the control and the say-so. The problem with having the control and say-so is when something goes wrong, guess who's held responsible? Now, you don't get to say, well, she did this, or, or she not listening, or she, no, what you have to say is, you know what, something didn't go right, I'll fix it. And I think I mentioned this last week when we were talking about marriage, when I said that that was the time that my grandmother had a situation. And I asked her, why didn't she just do it? Because my grandfather wouldn't have known she didn't do it. And she says, I trust him. He has always been my protector. My grandmother owned her own business, so it wasn't like he was a sole income, but he had been her protector, her provider, and they had been through some things. He had done some unbelievable things as a man that had established him as someone that she could trust. She went through a five-year, what 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 old folks used to call nervous breakdown, mm-hmm. where she just emotionally broke. She was absolutely no good. She half the time didn't know she was there,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: for five years, he worked three jobs and he took care of her. He never once yeah. questioned didn't leave her he took care of her and the crazy thing about this and you know when i tell the story i I have to really make try to grab a hold of myself so i don't get emotional but the crazy thing about this is at the end it's like he lived to 83 they were 43 years in the game when he left and his last five five years he was diagnosed with acute leukemia Mm -hmm. and he was written off about six or seven times before he finally did succumb to it. And for those five years, she held him down. So it came full circle, but she had no problem with it at the end. Cause I used to go by, I said, mom, why don't we just hire somebody to come in She say, I have no problem doing it. And I said, mom, when you need to change the sheets, call me, I'll come over here and I'll help you. She had to move him and he was still 200 and something pounds and she had to move. Him. She's a, she was a little woman. And she said, I got it. He he, he held me down. And it it wasn't just those five years. It was who he was for the whole 43 years, you know. And it was something she said to me that day. I told her, why don't you just do it the way you think best? He won't know. She says, I trust him. But here's what she said. He's not always right. But when he's not right, he fixes it. And that stuck with me. And so what this young lady is saying is that, I can lean into my femininity and I could be submissive in a sense of trusting his leadership, not being a go girl, do what I say, girl, lay down and whatever my servant girl is saying that he, because he's who he is, I can be the whole of who I am. And together we can do some unbelievable things because while I'm saying I'm going to do whatever he wants and needs me to do. He's doing whatever I want and need him to do.
2: Correct. And so
0: that's the part that's being missed. Mm -hmm. And what you got to understand, the vast majority, well, almost all the women who have a problem with this haven't met a man like that, first of all.
2: Right.
0: They haven't experienced that. And so they are often in relationships where they're constantly on the battlefield vying for power.
2: Right.
0: So the idea that I'm going to surrender some of this to you so you can control me, because that's what it's about in relationships. Who has the control? Who's able to control and manipulate and get the other person instead of sitting up saying, does this person care about me? What does this person bring to the table? How are they enhancing me? Can I look at this person and see what they're pouring into me consistently? You know, do I feel safer? Do I feel stronger? Do I feel more secure in opening up and being who I am around this person? Does this person sit up and say, don't worry about it, I'll figure it out, even when they don't have a clue, and then they go figure it out. That is the type of person she's talking about. Mm. She's talking about a person that's never, even when there's odds, nobody will ever know he's having an issue with her because he's protecting her. So I think that it's easy to get lost in our experiences. And unfortunately, because we get lost in our experiences, we never truly get to see what a real, true, genuine, and authentic love affair looks like because we are caught up in feelings. We're caught up in past experiences. I have a person that shows up on the Black Voice channel all the time and anytime, I can give a whole video and the video can be about X, Y, Z, but in one point of it, I mentioned Black love and Black marriage and she'll show up on there and go, uh, you know, not everybody wants to be married to a Black man. I'll never teach my daughters to be uh, in love with a Black man. i never teach them to trust a Black man. And I'm going to like, What you're doing is you're bringing your past experience and your hatred and you're actually traumatizing your daughters and handicapping them because you're training them. They don't need a man. You know, there's such thing as single on purpose, you know, uh, groups. And we and I'm like, okay. then she immediately follows the single on purpose thing with and, you know, as far as children, you know, we we, will get a sperm donor or we'll get in vitro fertilization. So I said, in order to even sustain your group, you've got to break the order of nature, meaning that that's not natural, but that's the only way you can even sustain it. If you've got to break the order of nature to sustain it's not what's meant to be. Now, obviously you've gone through some things and somebody's hurt you. I see that. But you can't. And then, like, she'll study, talk about how awesome I am. But she studied. shoot. I said, how long am I going to sit here and let you just crap on black men? And you're talking to one. You know, I say and I know men who I look up to. That 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 are doing it right and you're acting like they don't exist. Well, first of all, you've got to stop inviting the wrong ones in. And she didn't like that because she said, "Then I'm non-victim blaming." So I wasn't gonna win that argument. So I, uh,
1: yeah, it's all, I it's all like I said. It's all about accountability. Because I mean, I could I could do the same thing. Um, I haven't had much luck with black men in 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 general. But I don't have that attitude to where I'm like, "I don't want to deal with no no black man ever again." I'm gonna be single. No, I still have that hope. I still. Always uplift the black man because I I understand the thing is I, I see the whole picture, I I understand why black men are the way they are sometimes I, I I get it because of the society because of society and because of the the way this this whole world is set up to make them not succeed or achieve what they I get it so I always have that open heart to where I'm like I know there's some good black men out there maybe I haven't run across them. But I know they exist, and I'm going to hold out hope. I'm not going to I'm not going to bash all black men like that. I, I love the black man, period, regardless of the state mental state that they're in, because I understand that and I see past that. I understand that if they're they're a certain type of way, they experience something that made them that way. Maybe maybe they don't really want to be that way, but they're expressing it in a, in a in a in a negative way. So I I always look past that because I always hold out hope because I have daughters. I have daughters, and I, and that's something that I express to my daughters. Look, and I even sit down and talk to them about black men and 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 the way we as black people in society have been treated, and 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 the things that we suffer from, and what has made us the way we are. I I, I sit down and explain that to them. So I always always try and push that um that that narrative to them so they can understand that. We are the way we are because of, you know, you know, society and the world and the way it's set up and that we that we should never bash one another. We should never bash the black man. And I, and I teach that to them all the time. Like if even when they're in, in growing up into their you know um, teenage years and they see certain things. I'm like, you gotta understand, maybe, and they come home and tell me some things from school all the time, like, oh, they they did this or they said this or they acted a certain way. I'm like, well, you don't understand what's probably going home at home in their home life. You don't know what's going on, so we gotta show some type of sympathy, some type of empathy towards them. Um, so, you know, that's 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 what I do, and I always keep an open heart. I always try and keep an open heart, and and uh, um, I don't I don't harp on the negative, and and though and I see that a lot all the time when black women are online bashing black men they do this and do this and, do and they do that i'm like but well, why are y'all thinking about that type of man i don't want to think about that type of man i want to uplift the black the, the 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 good black man because you know what Th- those black men who are not that way they see that and maybe that's going to be their, maybe that's going to make them want to be different or step out and, and make a change within themselves i can be that type of person too so i always want to uplift the black man and the black woman so that i think that's where you know i don't want to harp on the negative and
0: I always want to transmute negative into positive. So I, I I 100% agree. And I think that one of the things that uh, we have to look at here when we're talking about experiences, uh, one of the things that when I'm working with young black males that I'm teaching them is that life, life isn't fair. And what I'm trying to get hold to them is... Everybody is on this, you know. You hear your kids, and the one thing I've done with my kids their whole lives is when something goes on, and you know, when you've got multiple kids like I do, uh, it's always, well, so and so didn't have to do it, and then blah, blah, blah. When that, like, look, that's not fair. And I'm like, life ain't fair. Okay. And 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 that would just really blow that whole world up because the world around them, everybody's talking about. Everybody thinks they get to just automatically have exactly what the other person has. And what when you when you do that, you start to expect what other people have without doing what you need to do to get what you're supposed to have. And so you you, you start to get the sense of entitlement just because. Mm-hmm. And what we as black men have had to learn is that we actually have to do double what they have to do to have what they have. We've got to be twice as good, work twice as hard, be twice as trustworthy just to get in the game. And so what happens with that is a bunch of us have become callous. So then when we do get on, there's this sense of entitlement for being on. It, and now we feel because I got the bag or I've got success or I can do X, Y, Z for you, that, Right. And the thing is when you have that mindset, you have placed yourself in a position that leaders don't actually place themselves in. Leaders are the ones that people trust. See, people people have gotten in our culture to confuse bosses and company heads with leadership;
2: mm-hmm.
0: those are roles and position. Leadership comes when you see a person, and you trust where they're going. I want to go. How they're doing it, that's how I want them to do with me. Right. What what I I can trust that just being in their proximity, I'm going to be better. That's leadership. It's not when you're leading somebody; you don't force them anywhere.
2: Right
0: them permission to be themselves and you empower them to do it and then through your leadership they lean into you. Submissiveness isn't about control, it's a response.
2: Mm -hmm. And
0: and the problem is everybody's trying to make it happen, everybody's trying to fight it off. Men are trying to say you need to be submissive and women say you out your damn mind. And and so now it's a war to create something that should be organic. Right. Right. When I'm functioning in my true masculinity, not just the woman I want to call my wife, but all women around me will have a sense of safety, a sense of security, a sense of calm and peace because they know if this cat is in the room, nobody's going to bother me. If he's in the room and I'm going through something, he's going to sit down and help me figure it out. This person isn't going to know I'm going through something and be okay with it. Now, here's the thing is, I can tell you from my experience and having known people from all walks of life, men from different races and different cultures move differently, but we're still men. So there's no perfect man. There's no man that doesn't have issues that they deal with, but there is a man out there that desire is to be the best version of himself. And he understands that his first reflection of his character is his woman. If I if I see a man and he's married, the first thing I'm looking for to judge character as quickly as I can is the continence of his woman. When I mention his name, I'm looking at her eyes. I'm looking at her facial expression. She's going to tell me. Mm-hmm. He mistreats me. He mishandles me. He's abusive towards me. It's going to be there. I'm going to see it. But if he's covering her, and that's the that's the term I like using, because it encompasses provision,
2: mm-hmm.
0: protection, leadership, empowerment. When he's covering her, there's a level of security within her natural nature that as soon as you mention his name, she starts to glow. She starts to smile. And Her girls are actually tease her about it. Oh my God, there she go! But what she's telling you is, that's the that's that dude.
2: Right.
0: As far as I'm concerned, now for every woman, what's needed is different, depending on her experiences, depending on her background. There, some women are gonna need more care because they've been beat up more.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: They're gonna need more patience because they've been beat up more. And 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 I and I'll go out on a limb, and I'm probably, you know, I'm 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 risking it, y'all, because smiling and she act all nice, but she got enough. She got a whole other side. But <laughs> but when it comes to you, a person has to understand that there's gonna be those moments where you just sit up and look, don't say nothing. You done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, you done? Or hey, we'll talk about it later. Obviously. You need a little time. But, you know, that's just, and you know, and that's just, you know, seeing how fiery she can get when we get on certain subjects. We've never clashed, but I can see how she is when she gets passionate and I can sit up and look, you know, and like I said, I've followed her for a while. I've watched her share her story. And so I know the progressions, but I also know that there are things there that she's experienced that certain things will bring out. And as a man, i got to be able to say, okay, I got it. I understand. And not feel threatened by it. But see, that's the problem with the men Mm -hmm. is we feel challenged by anything that doesn't say, okay. (laughs) You know, yes, dear. You know, if we don't get that, we're challenged. You you, you don't know how to listen. You don't know how to sit down and shut up. That's not a dog. Number one is you shouldn't even want to handle her that way. Number one is you should want to hear her. You should want her complaints. Maybe she's not doing it right. That's when you up sort and of say, look, I love you, but we can't talk like this. That's not how we, you can't communicate with me like this. We need to talk. You tell me what's going on. I promise you I'm going to listen. And then we get it out. We figure out what's going on. And if I care about you, I'm, I'm going to find a way to get you where you need to be. It's But see, this is the problem Then I'm going to turn it back over to you. The problem is both sides want to win. And we see compromise as a loss. Mm -hmm. So when I sit up and I look and you're saying, well, this is how I feel. I take it personal. What you mean? It can't possibly be that I ain't 100% on my game. (laughs) (laughs) What you trying to say? After all I've done, instead of just sitting up saying, you know what? I'm going to work on it. Because what that tells her is you heard her. We don't understand the power in being heard except for when we want to be heard right <laughs> but we don't we don't understand there's another person on the other side of this that needs the same thing and they don't need you to take their complaint personal. They need you to see their yearning and then that's how you grow into it. That's how you become it's by being willing to hear and grow. Because men, this is for me to you, and then I'm going to pass it back to Tiff. <laughs> this is for me to you. If you listen, she'll help you get to places you haven't been yet. And you will become the standard by which others are measured. But if you don't listen, you just become another abrasive force that she's got to move against. Because just like Tiff was able to understand why black men are where we at, I understand why black women are where they at. And the moment you start handling them like that, they're gonna show, show you their masculine side. And it ain't ever fun. <laughs> and, and now, back to you, ma'am.
1: Oh, well, vice versa, everything you said, is the same thing that could be applied for women because a, a women, black women per se and in 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 our society we're we're like i said in the last uh conversation last week we can be very bitter and mad and now we're taking it out on every on every man we meet so and, and that goes for the men when when you are interested in a woman and you see how that woman is already <laughs> you see how she is so now you it's your choice on um, what if she if she wants to be with you then now you understand what type of woman she is now you gotta Play your part. Now you got to understand how to 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 love her, how to show her that it's okay not to be that way. And if that woman doesn't want any any parts of that, then you're going to have to move it on because a lot of us women don't want to take accountability for our attitude, for our abrasiveness, for our, for our our bitterness, our anger. We don't want we 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 want to say, oh no, I'm this way because we deal with a bunch of men like you, or we want to say that that man is like that, not knowing that they're probably not like that, but we're already assuming and judging that they're going to be that way. So now we gotta put on this front. <laughs> and 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 that's why I say it's vice versa. Women have to understand that we, yes, we've been disappointed. We we we've taken a lot of disappointments from from men that we didn't expect um the relationships to go a certain way. Um, and now we're sitting in this 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 energy and now we're taking it out on every man. Um, and but that goes that goes uh to accountability i hold myself accountable for 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 being that way because i was that woman too i i was like all men are going to be that way all men are the same now i'm going to treat them like you know s-h-i-t if i can say that <laughs> now i'm going to treat them like that and they're going to have to deal with me and and if they want to deal with me how i am then that's good because i'm not going to change but i i understood that that, that had that that immaturity and I had to change. I couldn't be that that woman to every man I encountered. So it goes for women. We need to to look at ourselves and understand that we need to address our own issues and not take it out on every black man. We have to give them a chance. And this goes to what she said in the video: choosing the man. We see this. We see the men. We see who they are before we get with them. There's always a red flag. There's always there's always a green flag. There's always a red flag. We see this and we women need to stop trying to date or trying to be with potential, basically. We 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 can give them a chance. That's what courting and that's what the, all that is for. But if we see that there is not gonna be any growth with that person, that they're in a certain energy that they're used to and they're not going to, then we need to look at ourselves and say, hold ourselves accountable. We cannot be in a relationship like this. We understand what type of man this is. There's no need to bash this type of man. We knew it from the get go. We, and we, it's time to move on. So like 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 you was saying, we women, like for men and women, we both need to look at ourselves. We all, we both hold that energy. We both do it. So that's why we're clashing. That's why we don't want to put down our strength because we're, 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 we're like, I'm stronger. I'm, I, what I say goes. And we, we women have that, 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 mentality because of the men that we're used to dealing with and, um, but it's okay to put it down women. It, it's okay. I like, I put it down. I I'm not in that energy anymore. I'm looking, I'm not looking, I, I'm not even, and that's another thing when you get to a certain age, yeah, you want to be with, with the man that you desire to be with, that you see in your head, you see that. There's no reason to look for it anymore because it's going to come to you because of the energy and the change that you made within yourself. Now you're now you're maneuvering and navigating as this woman, the optimal woman that you are being in, in the right energy, the right attitude and love and peace. That man is going to automatically attract, be attracted to that. And you're going to attract that man. There's no reason to look for it, go out and find it. Because it's it's not your job to do that. We're women. We're supposed to be found. (laughs) We the men are the hunters. Okay, so they're gonna come to you, and whatever you're emanating is what you're going to attract. So you know that's what I got.
0: Yeah, uh, boy, it's a couple times I almost said something, but I'm I'm behaving myself. I'm 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 trying to to do right uh, because. you, again, she comes out. She's this real. She is. She's a doll. She's sweet. She is. But uh, it's a, it, the first thing that I almost asked. But she was talking about that. This image in her head, and I was like, okay, what's that image? You know, I know what she's talking about. But uh, basically, it's this thing, and I and I agree one hundred percent that energy is resonant. And what that means is energy attracts like energy and what we have failed to realize over time in our relationships is, and we talked about this last week is a lot of time what we've attracted because we are broken and we haven't done our healing is we are attracting broken people and they are coming in and now you got broken pieces clashing everywhere. And the problem is normally, even when you're in a state where, okay, you're trying to step out of your, uh, abrasiveness. And for women, you're trying to step into your femininity and you're trying to plow into him, but he's broken. So what happens when you're trying to pro into a broken vessel, you tend to get gashed by the shards of the brokenness. Mm-hmm. And then it causes you to hemorrhage what little you have. And then you become more abrasive. Same things from the other side. You have men who are trying in, in their own state of brokenness to be, uh, uh, protectors and providers and love and show something, but in the wrong time, the wrong moment, they get gashed and by the broken shards of their mate, and then they're bleeding. And the next thing you know, now it's about just not allowing myself to bleed anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you can't build from that. So, the first thing you got to do is you got to take time enough to get yourself to a place where you can be, uh, you can be a force a positive force in the life of anybody in your life. And it doesn't mean perfection because Tiffany and I I agree on this, that you're always healing. You're always getting better because you got a life full of this. Right. And and so you you, you get one thing worked out and you get to the next thing, but there comes a point where you're at a point now where say, okay, I've got the reins of my sovereignty in my grasp. I know who I am.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I know what I'm meant to be and what I'm meant to do. And I also know what I'm meant to have. And the person I'm going to have is going to be pretty much like me. They're not going to be perfect. They're still working on themselves. They're still growing, but they're going to know how to pour into me so that when I pour into them, I'm not emptying out. Right. And see, that's one of the problems I see so much is so many people emptying, emptying out because they're pouring, but they're pouring into someone who can't pour back. And and and, and and it's a process of getting to a place. Now, here's the thing that I'll tell you from my own experiences is that you've got to be honest enough with yourself. And I know that you know this because, again, I've watched you, you know, address this. you got to be honest with yourself enough to sit up and say, yeah, I need to heal. You know, yeah, I've got some things that I'm dealing with. Yeah, I have this, I have that, I have some 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 abandonment issues that go all the way back to my dad. Or I, you know, I had to I had to work those things out in myself. I had to sit up and say, you know, do is, is this baggage? And here's the other thing. And then again, it's your turn again. Um, what I had to come to a realization is, and what I teach other people is, you're not gonna meet anybody without baggage. They're gonna come in with kids. If you're a man and you meet a woman, at a certain age, you gotta expect them to have kids. Right. <laughs> now, the thing is, people always say, do you really have 13 kids? And I'm like, yes. And they go, go and of course, the natural next question is, are they all biologically yours? and i reluctantly depending on what's the situation will answer they're not all biologically mine but they're mine because they came along and i accepted them and i don't divorce kids Mm -hmm. so and you know like for instance my oldest daughter when i met her mom we were teenagers and she's the closest to me at all because we grew up together Mm -hmm. and this respect and love that this this young lady i can't call a girl she's in her 30s but it's unbelievable the bond we have. And it's like that with my, all my kids that aren't my kids. I mm-hmm. got your back just like I got mine because my grandmother taught me this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: My grandmother taught me if you can't take the kids and love the kids as your own, you don't need the woman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she didn't just teach me that. She showed me that because my great grandmother wasn't my biological great grandmother. My grandmother's mother died giving birth to her. -hmm. My grandfather got married again, had three more kids, then got a divorce and met my the the woman who reared me. Mm -hmm. Married her, she reared all four of his children, including my grandmother. Turned around, took my grandmother's firstborn, my mom, reared her. Took my mom's firstborn, me, reared me. She had to have a hysterectomy in her early 20s. She never had a kid. No one. But she loved, I mean, well into my adult life, when I'm, you know, at a time when I'm doing unbelievably well, I will get phone calls one o'clock in the morning. My grandmother's in bed at night. Hey, baby, how are you doing? I'm like, mom, why are you calling me one o'clock in the morning? She says, I was up and I was reading my Bible and I looked over at your picture. She has a picture of me on a wall. I'm looking at your picture and something's not right. What's going on? And I'm going like, how in the hell does she know? <laughs> You know, okay, I get maternal maternal connection, but her maternal connection wasn't biological, it was Mm -hmm. Mm spiritual. So it was even deeper, and it was like, I can't, you know, I can't get away from this, you know. Mm -hmm. But what it taught me is to love, and so people are like, you know, they can't tell which ones are biological and which one, and they're not gonna tell. I have never called any of my kids step. Mm -hmm. They're mine, they're mine. And the good, the bad, some of them, I want to toss them up. I, I tell every last one of them, every last one of them, except my eight-year-old, but every last one of them besides my eight-year-old have already already, already heard, because they're either teens or grown now, but they've all heard me say, I'm about to catch a case. <laughs> you know, because, I, you know, and, and it's just, you know, and, but, and like my 18-year-old, I remember when I first met her mom, she was like 10 or 11. And I look. Up, I say, "You keep on. You are gonna get spanking. And she was like, "Psych," because she knew <laughs> she was safe. And like you know, it's it's just that thing that we don't have now. We need. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, I had to be honest with myself. There were some things that I needed to work on, and I needed to be honest and what i couldn't do and what we have a proclivity to do is we have a proclivity to surrender our sovereignty and to surrender our power by pointing the finger of blame look what you did to me Mm -hmm. the moment you do that you lose the power because now you just gave what you're pointing at the power that's what hurts you Mm -hmm. and when you're pointing the only thing that can fix it is what you're pointing at and if that person isn't fixed they can't fix you and you're getting their way now people 20 years deep waiting on an apology <laughs> you and I, I tell my client i'm sorry but you're not getting that apology by now right you you need to first of all forgive yourself mm-hmm. because you had a role in it
2: mm-hmm. number
0: two wake up stand up and start the healing process but with you I guess my, my question, you know, we're, we're, we have a few more minutes, we, but my question, I guess, is when you, <laughs> when you say uh, you've got this image, uh, how clear is the image? Because I'm the reason I'm asking and, and I'm and, and telling you why I'm asking so you can elaborate on it. I'm asking because she say I chose him. And when I, when I look at you and just knowing men, I understand that the last thing you have is a problem with attracting <laughs> men. So you got them knocking down the door, talking about, Hey, me, me, me. <laughs> so what is the image that a governs that? Because as you mature, you got less and less time to be saying, okay, I'm going to date you and see, I'm going to date you and see the whole thing. I ain't doing it. i ain't doing this whole dating thing i'm just gonna sit back and watch somebody in, until i know okay that's who i want and now i'm finna let them know that they are who i want the dating thing oh hell no not doing it can't do it won't do it that whole let me see what you are about thing no nah, too old for that but so what? what is the level of clarity and how do you govern that how do you sit up and in and, in and, and, and say there's this yearning inside of me to be in this thing, but I'll know it when I see it, I guess is what I'm saying.
1: Okay, well <laughs> we can try and keep this as short as possible, but um okay, so yes, there there is no shortage of men on my end. <laughs> um if it like you watch my YouTube, you know I come out of a relationship. Um if you can call it that but uh it's been almost 2 years now um that ended in 20 February 2021 uh and I, that's what I kind of wanted to to get out a lot of a lot of us who've been in relationships they hop right into another one when it ends um and I think a lot of us have this codependency where we don't want to be alone um and I think that's where a lot of us fail we we need to understand how to be alone with ourselves. We have to be, I think in order for us to get into the right relationship, we need to understand who we are, which means sitting down and sitting still for a second and looking at our past relationships. And there was something I've seen online where it says, if you look at your past relationships, you can see your, your dysfunction <laughs> and why it didn't work. Look at all the past relate people Put all them together and see what what was wrong with all of them, and that is your dysfunction within yourself. Because we are who we attract. We 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 attract them for a reason. Either we're needing something or we're missing something, and that is nothing that nobody else can give you but you. So we gotta understand. Sit by ourselves, sit and understand what we are lacking, what we are missing, or what we what we desire, and figure out how to give it to ourselves. Because once you fill your own cup is when somebody else can come in and pour into you as well because now you have enough to fill into somebody else and you don't necessarily need them like that. you you want them you don't need them because now you you filled your own cup. you're giving you basically you're giving you yourself what you want somebody else to give you. And that, that's that, that's the truth and that, that's what I had to do. I had to sit down. <laughs> I had to take a minute after that relationship that 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 ended, and figure out what is going on with me, figure out what I needed, what what I was suffering from, what what I needed to look at within myself in order for me to give me what I needed to give myself, and and that's what I've been doing and continuously do for myself. Um. So right now, yes, I do have an image in my mind. I have a man that I see in my head that where I can be just like that woman is I can sit down and rest i can I can I can give the reins to someone else because I've had the reins for so long even when I was married I, I I didn't put down my reins I had my reins when I was in my marriage um and then after this last relationship i I wanted to put it down because I thought this was the man that I wanted to put put it down but of course it was not um I still had to have my guard up um so since then this 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 man is exactly what she's basically this video of this woman is is saying i have this man who is a provider a protector a leader who can lead me because i'm used to leading (laughs) i'm a leader right naturally so am i in my own state i I, i'm a leader um and we can delve more into that because I, i i really like to talk about like um spirituality and astrology and all that stuff and birth path and your number, your number path and all that kind of stuff. And, and part of my path is I'm a leader, a natural born. I, I, I automatically want to take the lead and the reins. So I have to learn that I know that's within myself, but can I, I want a man that I can put that down. I want, I want a man that's going to lead me. That's going to cover me. That's going to protect me to where I can feel safe. And I never had that before. Um, Now, with my relationship that has ended, I knew I had to take time for myself to figure that out. Um, And I am praying that I have enough discernment going forward because I am. I'm going to be very upfront and honest and and open. I am scared to jump into another relationship. um, And and, and and I'm afraid that I won't have that discernment to know uh, if this is right or wrong. now, now I I, I don't want to be scared. I, I I want to let it go. um It's just that you know the the things that happened in the in the last relationship. I my heart is a a little not closed, but it's it's it, I'm protecting myself. So I need to understand from here, which I'm learning right now as we're speaking. I need to understand who I who is for me. Um, who is genuine. Who, and I can see that. I'm very intuitive. I, I understand that. And, and, and I think I struggle within myself knowing the man that I want versus the man that wants me. Because the man that the, that wants me, I'm looking at him like, oh, yeah, you know, I, you know you're know, you cute and everything versus the man that I need. <laughs> I'm looking over there and I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. But this, this dude over here looks cute, but I, I know he probably ain't for me. That's what I'm struggling with. So that's why I sit low and I don't entertain nobody. So I'm just, I see them, but I'm like, no, I don't trust myself. So I have to get to a point to where I trust myself and my intuition. I know my intuition. I just need to, I just need to follow through. That's, that's my thing. I need to, I need to work on my follow through with myself. So now I'm sitting here just looking because I do get, you know, I get offers every day, but it's just like, I, I ignore it. And I, and, and I get, I, you know, I get those men who are upset that I ignore them um actually I'll, I'll be i'll be completely open and honest there there's a there's a guy that um i was speaking to right before my birthday um and he is actually a uh he's a reggae artist and so he he he, he automatically you know he, he dm me we were messaging um he's cool i love his music he automatically you know is like thinking I'm the one he'll tell me I'm the one for him. Like he knows it. And I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> like We don't, we haven't had that many conversations. We had like maybe three conversations. And now he's like, he, he loves everything about me. Like, and, and he knows I'm the one. And I'm like, wait, hold on. You're going too fast. I don't even know you like that. I don't even trust myself to go any further, but I actually got so scared of that, that I told him it's a no, you know, I can't. And and I know a lot of women would be like, what? What's wrong with you? You know, you know he's he's some you know celebrity. He's a he's all you know he's he's a he's a musician. All this kind of stuff, and he may have money, and, and and that's that's the stuff that I've always not been like that type of woman. And and sometimes I and I always said this to women: I wish I could be like you guys that that just don't care, and y'all will just go chase after these men that want you. I can. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the president. I don't care. if I, I cannot be with somebody if I'm not connected to you spiritually or if I don't automatically get that, that, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say like connection because some because the last guy I was really spiritually connected to and, he, and it was just, it was just, you know, crazy. Man. It, it, <laughs> it,
0: it's one of those things. And, and, and hopefully I can uh, add some insight to this yeah. for you. <laughs> anybody, else, anybody else that's watching, uh, I'm a real firm believer. For anybody who's read my book, When Your House Is Not a Home, or Merging Souls, I talk about dating in both of them. And I'm not a fan of dating because of how society treats it. And it exposes you and puts you in situations that takes you out of a position of control. And what I mean by that is if I'm dating somebody in today's society, there are two types of dating. There is exclusive dating where, hey, it's just me and you. We are not actually in a committed relationship, but we're not seeing anyone else. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the problem with that. The first time you go on a date, and if I were to date, I would do it exclusively because the other side is worse. But in an exclusive dating situation, you go on a date, and whether the date is bad or good, you can end up on a second date just because you want. if if you feel in the person and there's this attraction, you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. So the second date can be either or. If you end up on a third date, there's something about that person that's drawing you. And so now you're sharing with one another. Now here's the thing though, you're sharing with this person with no obligation because you're dating. The problem is every moment I spend with you, I'm becoming emotionally connected. I'm becoming spiritually connected. I'm giving you a piece of me. If it's just in conversation, if it's just in this, I'm growing closer to you, you're growing closer to me, here's the problem. Four months into the situation, there's no obligation. I Not not that in this society, even if you're obligated, you got to stay. But if if I'm not in an, op, if, if there's no obligation, like I can sit and say, you know, it's been fun. And now I'm leaving. And guess what? I take a piece of you with me emotionally. Even if we've never had sex, I take a piece of you with me. And now you got to literally heal from that. And there was no obligation in it. it was no intent. It was just, hey, let's let's see what's going The on. Wor- the other side is worse because the other side is we're not exclusively dating. We're seeing who we want to see and we'll figure out what's going on. Here's the problem. When you're dating multiple people, you tend to find people who fill the holes that you need filled. You got somebody that's going to the movies with you. You got the person that's your trophy trophy person. You, that's who you want your girlfriends to see you with. That's who you want your boys to see you with. You, it, that's that's the looker in the group. That's the one that everybody's ooh-ahing about. Then you got the person that you need to call when you really got something you want to get off chest to give the greatest advice. Then you got you got all these different people who feel these things. Then you got the person who puts it down in the bedroom. You got all of this stuff going on, right? Here's the problem. When you finally make up in your mind that you're settling down, none of them does it all. But you've got accustomed to getting it all. So now you're looking at it and going, man, I settled. And your mind is telling you, I had I gave up. No, you, you stood up and created an environment where you had a smorgasbord of everything you could ever imagine. And now the reality sets in that you don't get to keep it. You mm-hmm. get to keep what's good and what's best and the best person that you can hold on to. Now back to what you were talking about, being scared and not trusting your discernment. But what I can tell you is, whoever comes in will have patience with you. But every time that you have a doubt, and many times they won't even know because mm-hmm. you haven't communicated it. Some kind of way they'll put it at ease. Because that's the discernment. Then that's the confirmation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The discernment is your 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 spirit. Uh communicating with the divine, the divine nature of God in you, telling mm-hmm. you, okay, this is the one. But your experience is countering it.
2: Right.
0: And last time I trusted that. Ooh. <laughs> you know, and so you're doing this, man. I don't want another one of this. Nobody's that good. Nobody's that nice. And, and so now you're, you're counting on your experience. And what you're doing is actually going into defensive mode because you're trying to protect yourself. But what will happen is... Every time that you sit and say, see, 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 uh-uh, they'll do something, say something, be something that, that'll put you at ease. And before you know it, every time you look up, it, then what will happen eventually, you'll get to the point where when that person calls you, uh, when y'all connect, it'll be this spirit of ease that you have that you can lean into and rest in, and eventually it'll come. And there's no time limit for it. It's not like, okay, in two weeks it's gonna happen, in six months it's gonna happen, in a year it's gonna happen. But what you're gonna find is there's a person that puts you at ease. Uh, and, And a lot of times what we tend to do is go for the one that goes for us the hardest. And so, and men, we definitely do that because in our minds, if they're really caping for us that hard, that means they care enough to where they probably won't hurt. That you know they're gonna be down for whatever I'm down for. They're gonna you know, and so you go yeah. I will. And sometimes, it's the thing you have to work for. It's the thing that you have to sit up and say, I want to swoop in and just, and no dummy, don't do that. <laughs> sit back. And and so men, it's about being your best self. Women, it's about letting him. Mm-hmm. And the cream always, absolutely always, rises to the top.
2: Yeah.
0: And then you're looking at what you're left with because again, you don't, you're not going to have a situation where it's going to be uh, a decision by way of attrition.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No. Every time you look in your inbox, I'm pretty sure, you know, there's an influx of, hey, try me, <laughs> and so. That's not how you're gonna do it. How you're gonna do it is you your 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 heart is gonna tell you
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's something about this guy, and maybe it's a guy that have not even approached you yet. You I don't know. Uh but what I can tell you is the right man will put you at ease because that's what she's talking about.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Put her at ease, right? And for choose him, he put her at ease before he was her husband. Mm. And so that's the thing is she chose him because she was at ease. Like, my God, I, I can sink into this man. He right. makes me smile, he makes me do this, you know. And sometimes she'll get up and say, I'm about to go do this. He said, I already did it. Mm. You know, and hey, I, I really would love to do this. Okay, let's make it happen. You know, in 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 instead of trying to make her small, he enlarges her. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so that's why she can be comfortable in him because she's expanded in his presence. While most women are going to look at her and think she shrank, she's actually right, right. He's empowered her with his presence, mm-hmm. and so that's the thing. That's how you. That's how you're going to get past this. Okay. Look for these. Look for how he makes you feel comfortable. Um, how how. Here, here's another thing to look for. You know when your guard is up. If you find yourself, when you the more you're around them or the more you talk to them or, or engage them, however they're communicating, it the more you're around them, the more you find yourself slipping and not being on guard and then having to, wait a minute, hold up. That's, you know, that's probably that dude you know, Mm -hmm. because he's going to put you at ease. You're going to be trying to be nah, I ain't letting him get, but you're looking and go, whoa, 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 whoa. let me get back on my guard. Mm -hmm. And eventually you're just going to realize he's just that dude. And Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing. But yeah, uh, the discernment is one thing, but the confirmation is what's going to solidify it. So it should be discernment and confirmation. Mm -hmm. He should be showing his actions more than he's telling you. Mm -hmm. I'm I love you. And I'm not saying I'm not talking no dude down. I'm not saying that this dude isn't the one. I'm not saying maybe he has some supernatural power that he can look at you after a few encounters and know you're the one. But whatever. Uh, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is there's a guy that's going to change it. The Mm -hmm. the whole. And it's going to be so distinct that it's no comparison. You know, you know, it it won't be just because of the number of zeros in his bank account mm-hmm. when he drives all that stuff that everybody's measuring, guys. But right? It'll be, this man makes me feel like a woman. You'll know it. Uh, you'll just have to confirm it in your time. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm waiting for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it. So uh, this was wow. This was wow, wow. Uh, I think we got. Uh, our point across i think Mm -hmm. that we gave everyone something to think about uh it's still going to be a lot of people with some extremely polarizing views because of our experiences uh but hopefully we can touch on this some more and like you said we can get off into uh, numerology uh um and you know some 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 other things that definitely impact who we are Mm -hmm. uh we might not want to admit it uh, but you're you're definitely a Capricorn, and you 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 have those shenanigans going at times. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna talk about that. We're not, we're not gonna get at least not now. But when we start talking about Capricorn, I got a bunch of stuff to say. Oh,
1: really? And I, I know I have a bunch of stuff to say about Leo. So <laughs>
0: yeah, sure. Uh, but in uh, in truth, look, it's it's always fun. Um, like I said, I hope that the people who are watching this really take something from it. I hope you get to enjoy yourself. I hope that you get to uh gain a sense of enlightenment and also have fun. Uh that's some that's something that we don't get to do a lot in this world. It's everybody's so serious all the time. And so that's my thing is let's enjoy ourselves. Life is short. If nothing we didn't learn anything else this week. Is that uh, life is short and nothing is promised. And so, love on the people, love on you, uh, be kind to yourself. And Tiffany, you can tell everybody by in the way these.
1: Yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone, those who are tuned in. And um, hopefully, you know, both myself and Rick have reached some people and, and, and touched some people to, to want to to change or look at themselves you know um that's that's what we're hoping you know just to be able to take accountability for who we are um be able to look ourselves in the mirror and say hey look we see who we are but we know who we can be and um just take that change so thank you for listening
0: all right and we will see you next week quote, unquote, making a statement about a group of people. I think that the outrage that is being shown uh, about these ads from Balian, uh, Balenciaga. I
1: thought was for me um, in radiology. So since I hadn't been to college, I had to do all of my basics and stuff. So I did a year of that and then I got accepted into the uh, Colton College.